Welcome to the Fire and Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. I'm your host, Rob Beckman, and in this episode, we'll be talking about CERT pistols as training aids. We bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. This episode is also brought to you by friends at the FTA, the Firearm Trainers Association. Head on over to their website at ftaprotect.com to learn more about instructor coverage and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by Barrel Block. Listen, if you are tuning into this podcast, I assume you've heard of Barrel Block. It's the industry standard for safe, dry fire practice and classroom demos with a real firearm. Barrel Block prevents negligent discharges and eliminates training scars. I love using Barrel Block with students because it's safe and puts everyone at ease. When installed, and remember, no tools or disassembly required to use them, everyone in the room or on the firing line can see that the firearm is safe and inert. Plus, given the price, I can't imagine a firearm instructor who wouldn't have one in their classroom gear and one at home for personal dry fire use. Pick yours up today and enjoy a special offer for listeners of this podcast at blocksafety.com and use code instructor20 for a 20% off discount. That's B-L-O-K safety.com. Today we'll be talking with Mike Hughes from Next Level Training. Mike played college football and became a patent attorney in college. After college, he was introduced to pistol shooting competition where he saw a need to have a training aid and designed the CERT pistol. Now he's the founder of Next Level Training and promotes the use of pistol CERT pistols for shooters to up their game. Welcome, Mike. How are things for you today? Oh, great, Rob. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Super. Well, I think as instructors, we see new shooters and experienced shooters who need more practice, just practice, up their game. But they don't because of cost, you know, ammo cost, uh, access to range, depending upon where you're at. Those are all uh, limiting factors. I've really found the cert products fill that gap and i've used them with my students to improve their performance and see it as a critical training aid to improve my students uh, competency with with guns and their shooting performance Can you yeah. give us a little bit of background on what what was behind the design of the cert and how you've seen it being used yeah absolutely i'd love to love to. Yeah, and you're right on point and i felt the same pain and of course that's why i made the pistol you know very very self-centeredly for myself and uh, then, then just kind of jumped in the entrepreneurial world and the whole uh, venture capital side, you no know, angel investor side, to to make a company, a manufacturing company, and then get her going, getting off the ground. And so, yeah. To, so to that end, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and there's a few different, we can call it market sectors, or, or a few different groups or categories, which uh, your the, the listeners that may may fall on some or many, like such as just, hey, I just want to learn to shoot. So basically, hey, I, want, I really want to drive the gun. Or, hey, I really want to do a lot of force on force, you know, a lot of, you know, micro scenarios. Or, hey, I'm an open hand guy. I want to really go from, you know, open hand, you know, I'm a martial arts type, you know, you know, or, or just, you know, or, or one of those combinations. And, and in any one of those fields, I mean, manipulation of the pistol is what's so critical. And, hey, I'm all for live fire. We will never message you can replace live fire. You got to have recoil management. You got to have slide lock stimulus. You got to have malfunction recognition and clearance. Those are just three non-negotiables, which can only be out there. But, but as far as your draw, drawing to awkward shooting position, doing 360 shooting, doing little force-on-force micro drills, you know, like doing deep diagnostics, lowering the barriers to entry, so you can just pick up 
assert and get some reps in right away. I mean, that that's the need I felt. I mean, and, you know, and, and again, I'm a self-centered creature. I mean, I did it literally for myself to, because going from you know, a little bit more of a sports background and just, and just, this is just a, this is a mindset where you need to have, you need to, you need to, it needs to be conducive to get repetitions with feedback. I mean, that's just kind of a fundamental, you know, principle to, to develop any, any skill set. So yeah, uh, a while ago, just, just soldered my own laser in a slide and put a, you know, a resetting trigger. And, and so it made effectively a switch. And, uh, that was, that was the first cert <laughs> shot <laughs> indicating trigger. Uh, do you have pictures of that original search still? Oh, I do. In fact, it's right out on a little display case out here. If we had a <laughs> video, I can, I can take a photo of that back in like yeah, 2010 or so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, so you guys have been doing this for, for nine years. Uh, yeah. And there, there, like you said, there's a lot of, uh, different places to where you can go along and use certs. And from an instructor standpoint, dealing with a lot of new, new students, a lot of times is, you know, getting them over that hump, you know, the fear of the gun. And let's put it this way. When you've got a gun, you've got to have all eyes on that firearm to make sure yeah. it's completely safe with a cert. You can actually have in a classroom and practice it before you're around all that loud noise, before you've got to go along and be wearing all that ear protection and you know, really, really allows you to step, do a micro steps in, before you get to that range. And that makes it really helpful. Um, have you seen people do it similarly also? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, it fills that, it fills that niche. It, so, so we're just talking in this one slice of the pie with, with introduction to shooting. Um, a lot of the fundamentals as far as grip and grip establishment, I got to establish that grip. You know, extending out trigger control, you know, like, like all these um, uh, skill sets, natural point of aim, which is an extension of grip and then using your sights and sight alignment, right? Which is an extension, natural point of aim, right? Where you already align it well, now just get a little more feedback of the sights and cook off the round, you know, for, for the target. So all of these, I mean, in a, in a very condensed two hour block can be trained in high volume, very interactive. And the big thing on that too, Rob, and we're just talking in a classroom or dojo type environment, the, there tends to, and, and I got to give credit to uh, one of our you know, mentors and such, uh, uh, Steve Hoback. He, he said he was a NRA, um, you know, trained the training counselors out there you know, back in the day. He says, yeah, there's something about your cert where people give it the respect in the classroom. It's not like a, like say some just solid guns where they sort of use it like an eraser, you know, like bounce around. Those are their place too. I'm not knocking other products, but um, they tend to give it the respect, but yet they also know it can't go boom. It sort of sits in this this Goldilocks zone, um, and that's really nice because let's say if somebody just have some apprehension, they they can tell by the coloration it can't go boom, but they also know by the heft that it it, it just sort of demands some respect. Biggest thing on that, and I like your actually, I'm curious on your take too. Is finger off the trigger. I know we don't have video right here uh, on this podcast, but but the fact they have muzzle awareness finger off the trigger of handling, maybe even putting the, you know, you know, back and forth. You know, they don't do the, the whole protocol of chamber check and all that. That's, that's kind of dedicated for live fire pistol, but um, that's a huge point. Just so that competency is inextricably intertwined with that safety, just so they, they just come one and one, their, their, their fundamentals well, along with their safe practices just ingrained straight away, right in the classroom. As you said, before it kind of gets a little bit more perilous when they're starting to, throw some lead around when they hit the range. Right. And like, like you said, 
the adult learning model, we, we learn things by doing repetition. Yes. And when you can go along, focus on students handling an, an inert, an inert gun, you know, cert gun, and they can still press that trigger. You can go along and increase your comfort level with them with a live firearm, as well as they can go along and become comfortable with it. And you can make sure, Hey, fingers high on the frame. They've got the right grip. They've got the right stance, all those different things that when you're on a live fire, you're doing it one-to-one, one-to-two, maybe at max, but in a classroom, you could go along and do, you know, you have a whole class of 10 people stand up with certs and practice all that simultaneously. And you don't have the perils of being on a live fire range. Exactly. You nailed it. And, you know, it gives a lot of time for the instructor to go around, be a little bit more mobile. Um, you know, generally speaking, we think best practices is of course, treat it like a live fire gun. There's no force mm-hmm. on force. There's no horse play. And, and, um, and, and you can be a, an instructor can be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, maybe the second class, uh, which I'll like to talk about in a second, but say, Hey, look, when I come in front, I'm going to be quote down range, but you don't muzzle me because guess what people in the real world, there are moving liabilities quote down range, <laughs> right? As we, as we're not to mention, it could be a two way range in it and on all that. So, um, so then the, the, the disciplines come in of, of they're maybe doing a drill, they pull back to a high school or to a, you know, or to a high ready, mm-hmm. you know, things like that nature. And, and you're building in those, those skill sets of aware of the environment, aware of moving liabilities, no shoots, you know, people, right. Uh, muzzle awareness, finger off the trigger. All right. To break the little cycle of whatever the drill they're on, it, you know, but the instructor can do that. He's training them while being very mobile of moving to this shooter, like, Hey, you know, let's get your grip a little bit higher. Hey, you're kind of teacup in your grip again. Remember when you grip establish or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, details there can be. So that it's really, yeah, it's, I don't know. We really liked how, how it's been gelling in, in classrooms for basics. But the one thing I just do want to wedge in here is the areas of use. Cause I, I got to say this, and I don't know if you want to go to this direction or not. The area we have been just on a mission on for, for mutual gain. For instructors out there is to push and, and entice instructors to put on that second class because a lot of instructors some do it full-time but a lot I'd say a majority do not at least as their full-time income and such and one of the deficiencies I see is they don't put on a second class that's why we put out our applied fundamentals course for free on certlevy.com just a basic set of videos is to say, hey, look, here's some curriculum you can totally steal and misappropriate, make your own, and <laughs> you know, it's a you already taught that first class, put on another one, mm-hmm. you know, and then be creative thereafter. But feel free to cut in any time here, Rob. Don't cut me off, but a compromise shooting class, right? You can go uh, say, well, let's say you have a compromise. Go go ahead, Rob. Yeah, go ahead. one thing I was going to say uh, that that really kind of dovetails in. We had Jacob or uh, Paulson on just a couple uh, episodes ago. And we oh, were yeah. talking about constitutional carry and how students ha- or how instructors have to change their marketing, their students. And instead of going along and hanging the shingle out saying, Hey, you know, concealed carry here that you have to go along and start thinking about, okay, I'm going to do a free class on firearm yeah. safety or a very low cost in order to get the high numbers so that you can get people to come to an advanced class. And this sounds like a perfect, avenue to go along you you don't have to have a range all what you need to do is have a you know a place that you can go along and use cert pistols people can touch them feel them they can see how you are as an instructor and then you can go along and lead lead the uh, or end the presentation with if anybody would like to go along do live fire we've got a class coming up next weekend two weeks something else like that where we'll take to the range and we'll apply what you learned tonight 
into a actual live fire and what maybe we get half you know yeah. of the people that come through there and all of a sudden that's more butts in the seats than what you would have had if you had just went, went out and said hey i'm going to teach a uh, pistol class this weekend you're absolutely right and um and you know jacob's on point on that too like mm-hmm. having a lost leader like that um <laughs> or or just some t- tips on that honestly and i forget where i've learned this but like you can maybe have a, a modest amount of payment, like like twenty bucks. So they have some skin in the game, mm-hmm. and then marketing wise, hey, look, bring a friend for a dollar, okay? I bring a friend for a dollar. So it's not two for one. It's kind of a dollar. You, you know, it's just, it's a thing where where they're bringing someone, and, and generally people feel more comfortable kind of coming into something like that in pairs, you know, because they don't know where they're going and parking mm-hmm. and coming in, figuring out, you know, it's just all the little minor logistics on that. And as a like structure, you don't have a whole lot invested in it. So, you know, doing yes. a real cheap class or, you know, doing for women's group for free or whatever your marketing yeah. scenario is, it yeah. allows you to get that that exposure. And then as you know, still, still the, uh, you know, what Jacob was talking about is create a funnel. You it, have a hundred people, you know, you get 50 people coming to the next class, you get 25 coming to the next class. And yeah, you might only have 10 people that end up coming to your level four class, but think about how many people have come in between there, you know, absolutely all the way. And from a revenue standing, uh, generating standpoint, you're making money the, the entire time, even though because a hundred people, if they're paying, you know, ten bucks a piece, that's a that's a pretty good weekend. Absolutely, and and you you hit it on the head too to really really make it sustainable. And and re- really at next level training, one of our initiatives, you know, going through this year and through 2020 is is try to help instructors more on the business side. Honestly, just a few more tools and such, just so it's it makes a little bit easier. Because hey, it doesn't matter what kind of instructor you are, like it, what your belief system you could be a you, know, you can be Methodist, you can be uh, Baptist or whatever, but you have to be a capitalist. All right. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta, okay. You gotta, you gotta, you, you, you really do it. And I look really go so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you have to, you, you gotta, you gotta have a mindset to, to make it sustainable, to make money. Cause a lot of people are driven by passion in our industry and that is fantastic. But the problem is that tank can run dry. Or mama or the significant other is just going to be like, oh, you know, listen, you, this isn't working for us. You know, it's paying the bills. Somebody's somebody's got to buy the formula and pay, pay the mortgage and everything else like that. Absolutely. And at the very least, you know, make what we call the underground account so you can get that extra funds for that next, you know, 6.5 creed more, whatever you want to get, you know, <laughs> <laughs> give them away all my secrets here, Mike. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, it's a- <laughs> Wife's going to hear that and going to say, wait a minute. I've been saying that. <laughs> I disclosed a lot of secrets of the night with the underground account. But, but anyhow, you know, but to that end, I mean, there's no shame in making it, it profitable. And that's where, uh, you know, charging for a course and, but it takes the business acumen and planning to have that second course because yes, that second course can absolutely be, there's two things I want to wedge in here. Um, a live fire course. All right. And to get them on the range, get some recoil therapy. But in that first course, for that introductory course, I do think it's important to hurt people's feelings a little bit, meaning, you know, push them to a few areas, expose their deficiencies. You know, don't scare them. Let's not overplay the fear tactic, but illuminate the areas where, because a lot of people, they think you can go out and just punch holes in a target on a lane range and they're good to go. And everyone knows the breadth of skills in firecraft and, and um, firearm training you know, is, is so broad as far as situational awareness, awkward shooting positions, low light, um, 
Yeah, it's it's breath. Doing your decision draw. making. I mean, decision all those making. things, all those things come into play. It's it it's all comes into play. Fast. And it's working your mechanics. Like a lot of ranges, you can't even work the draw and present or work draw to a kneeling position for a high angle shot. You know, and when would you do that in context? And then micro drills, like doing a little bit, extending it to force on force, right? We have a good setup. You have delineated area. You have all the safe, 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 no live weapons, all that. You're just iron tight on your safety protocols. And, you know, how valuable it is, like we've seen some large federal agencies doing these micro drills, you know, just boom, open hand pistols and shooting. It's an amazing, an amazing experience. And then you can do some of that on the range. You can't do force on force on the range, obviously. You try to validate on the range, but... Uh, like I said, it's very low expense. I'd say high endorphin training because people like it, and uh, it's gonna have a whole host, like a or, you know, array of seven classes. So we're really, really working to those ends of, with ourselves and with other entities to try to try to you know illuminate the opportunity. Because once you have an existing customer, an existing student, now that is an asset. It is a crime and a shame to let them go out and buy a forty-eight inch TV at Walmart versus spend you know spending money with you the instructor mm -hmm. to go on right i mean our, our biggest uh uh competition as instructors is the opportunity cost it's going somewhere else blowing it on stupid stuff i won't cuss here you know <laughs> versus that's, reinvesting that's not gonna them. that's not gonna save their life exactly you know, things are against them absolutely absolutely i know yep. you touched on this a little bit is there more to the uh, next level training instructor program when it comes to resources that are available, because I've been seeing a lot of emails from you and a lot of good content, quite frankly. Oh, good. Thank you. Well, we're, we, about, about two years ago, about this time, because I just came back from my, my submersion vacation here in Virginia, my East Coast, this periscope down, right? <laughs> and uh, about two years ago, I started CERT Living because I wanted a dedicated just training site, you know, dedicated, you know, learning management system and the whole bit. So, been working on that. God, it's been about two years. Our drill of the day program finally getting hammered out there where, where you get text message a drill for a stimulus to like hit a drill. So that's that looks like it's a, a functioning pretty well, things like that. Our applied fundamentals course. I think that the main thing I did is was a course for applied fundamentals, which is intended to be a follow-on course. So an instructor can look at that, um, get the gist of it, get the manual, kind of get the lessons plan, look at an actual class. And back, you know, make it their own. Like there's no, it's not like the NRA where you have to teach it for this reason. You know, there, there's no reason for that because it's not a, uh, it's not like an accredited course to, for concealed carry under state compliance or anything like that, right? This is for students to get better, more proficient, applying the fundamentals um, in a course off the range, which can be highly lucrative to instructors. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's good for us. I mean, you know why we're doing this. This is our marketing. Why invest in a value-added reseller who adds no value versus invest in instructors who are the real people we want to get behind for selfish altruism <laughs> oh, yeah. people buy suits and everything right i mean it's not it's a beautiful win-win-win model and uh that's why i love talking about it i've been using certs i was telling you before we were recording for about five years now and uh love them i mean they are tools that i can hand to a student and confidently allow them to demonstrate skills that we're talking about in class I can go Beautiful. along and, you know, do magazine changes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things. I think, was it two years ago, you came out with the uh, knife. So you've got a certain knife now that you can use from a, you know, little bit of, uh, you know, practicing with the transition from a knife to a gun and back and forth. It's, Defense and love, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, you've got a lot of different uh, resources from a training aid perspective that as an instructor, I think really needs to consider 
how they how are they going to train their students? We've talked many times on this podcast about the need to use variation and that you just can't put somebody on the firing line and telling them to, you know, just press the trigger, press the trigger and think that's going to make it better. Sometimes you've really got to go along and use some diagnostics with it and be able to show them, hey, use a laser, point it out there, turn that constant laser on because you've got that switch and yeah. be able to see that that dot drop and it's like, okay, you're pushing. And that's what's causing yeah. all your all your rounds to go down, or you're you're taking it and milking it and pushing them to the left. And when they can actually see it, all of a sudden light bulbs go off, and it's like, yeah, I shouldn't be doing that. So you, you when you tell them, okay, take a little easier, grip it a little harder, change this, change that. All of a sudden they start seeing what they should be doing, and they get that positive reinforcement right in front of their eyes of seeing what it is. And my students will go along, yep. sometimes borrow my certs, take home just so they can practice the drills at home. And of course, the nice thing is they're, it's home, it's a comfortable form, and they can pick out a switch across the room, they can wait until a, a commercial on TV, they can do all those types of things and get a couple reps in. And we all know yeah. the way to master it is to go along and get those reps in over and over and over again. And if you just put a gun down, don't pick it up for a month or two, you're going to be rusty. There's no two two ways about it. Oh, you need on a few concepts there. I just want to just want to highlight a little bit there. First, yeah, those diagnostics. I mean, there's a difference between a dot and a dash because a small dash, I mean, a trigger mechanic deficiency generally turns into a mm -hmm. big one, particularly when time pressure gets placed there on. So that yeah, we're yeah, and, and, there's, and there's just to compliment a few things for your for your audience to think about in some of these drills is instead of just doing the full freestyle two handed grip. Sometimes just a strong hand only or a second strong hand only, you know, right, left hand, single hand drills as fast as they can. All right. Just clicking as fast as they humanly can can be great, great little supplemental uh, isolation drills just so that trigger works independent from those gripping muscles. Of course, mm -hmm. trying to get a nice clean dot because there's a difference between mechanics that are slow, like a, like a free throw versus a jump shot in basketball. You know, you, you, like little kids will regress. In a, in a jump shot, if they don't have, they don't train at speed. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, it's yeah. Anyway, those are just some like, little details to migrate in um, to some suggestions of students to work in the class. You know, and particularly just logistically, their finger gets tired because they get so many trigger pulls. You go to the other hand, you know, there's a weird cross connection um, mm -hmm. in the right and left hands to improve on the other hand. You know, besides just being confident with the, the second strong hand, right? So, yeah. One of the things I've seen and I've done from time to time is you get the ability to change the trigger uh, weight on, on a cert pistol it is going yeah. along and taking it from being light way it comes from the factory, but crank it up a couple pounds because that really, that gives you the ability. I mean, it's kind of like when you're lifting weights, you lift more than you more than you really want to. And then when you pick up the weight, weight that you want to, it feels light. And same type of thing when it comes to uh, trigger press and the cert has the ability to do that. It, it does. And I think there might be a different underlying mechanism. Cause like, I, I agree with you, like my little, my little personal search, not this one I have here in the conference room, but um, it's cranked up about nine. It was about 11 pounds. I got about nine pounds. And there's, it's almost a neurological isolation because when you grip hard, real hard, and that's a weird thing too, with grip, we found that because people want to get that dot, a tighter grip will, help that out now you're masking a trigger mechanic problem right but still you're gripping the gun better during your dry fire than than without that makes sense a little it's a weird thing we've observed but anyways when you go fast and heavy like that it, it tends to isolate that trigger finger so that trigger finger 
back and forth, blah, 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 as you can kind of see here. I know that folks can't see here. And then, um, of course, the uh, uh, so, so, gri so gripping fingers and trigger fingers are isolated. Mm -hmm. And almost, quote, strength training tends to do it on a, on a neurological level, if that makes sense. You know, particularly if it's a C-clamp grip versus a rope grip, you know, pushing straight back versus curling the fingertips. And, but, yeah, details, but all great stuff. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's great. And, and the one, th one thing I like to do in, especially my beginner uh, classes is to go along and team it up with like, uh, some software like the LASR software. Yeah. And I know you, yeah. you've done a lot with them. Um, and that's where you can go along and have the students shoot a bunch of shots and then go back and, and look at it. And you yep. can break down each shot from the standpoint of how well did they shoot? Did they drag the, drag the gun after they, uh, broke, broke the trigger? Yeah. The or, diagnostic mode is sweet. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, and how fast is they? So when yeah. you start going along and think about working the trigger rapidly, uh, all those kind of uh, tools kind of work together. And sometime in a future podcast, we're going to have the guys from LASR come on and talk about their software too, because I think it's a valuable uh, product when it comes to uh, dry fire training with uh, laser guns. Uh, yes. It allows you as an instructor not only to – demonstrate what's going on but the students can look at it and do some self-diagnostics which when you think about it comes to training the self-diagnostics are something that we really want to encourage the students to have because then they can correct themselves we're Absolutely. not we as instructors aren't going to be sitting over their shoulder every time they they fire um, we might like to be but there's no way that we're going to be and Absolutely. And yeah, that's where if they know, hey, you know, yeah, that didn't feel great. You know, the grip wasn't there. Well, okay, I got to go back and hold the grip like this. Do this. Do this. Boom! My shots are right back on target. And then they're 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 in that uh, competency range where they they know what they need to do. And that's that's where we want to get them as trainers into that. Exactly. Region. You know, and, and you're still right on that. If the instructor can get the big stones in the jar, you know, as far as you know, <laughs> high on the gun and wrap fingers around and. then Support in on quick on the trigger guard and present out locking. You know, you know all those big stones, big stones. They're not teacup in, low on the gun, and all that kind of stuff. And then there, there, there's that element thereafter where, like for trigger pull, for example, they know whether they go tip, middle finger, first knuckle. Honestly, I don't really care, and it depends a lot on the physiology of the shooter, you know, and the equipment a bit. But they figure out what they need to do to break the shot and push it straight back. You know, actually pushing straight back and curling up a little bit, right? Because they're they're rotating, you know, trigger there. Besides the 1911, but but anyways, I mean it's they're, they 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 can self-diagnose, and it's a simple notion which I almost get get a dot, not a dash, you know. Mm -hmm. And even on the range, I mean they can certainly break off, get a few reps there, you know, cool things down, kind of, and then boom, then go back to live fire. For, so that validation, that carryover, uh, that transferability is clearly in place from all those reps, boom, all the way to the live fire performance. Mm -hmm. well, hey, Mike, I know. Um some of our instructors out there are NRA and uh, USCCA instructors and things like that. Do you offer discounts for those certified instructors? Oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean for instructors really you should call in and um, you know, customer service and such. And we, we got some you know pretty neat packages. Um, I mean, we, we always have early on and it was kind of always intended at first, like, well, let's kind of kickstart it. And that's like going back eight years, but we've, we, we've held onto it where, you know, instructors get, very desirable pricing. I mean, a, a very common package would be say like five performers, you know, uh, that's a, the polymer slide and the red laser. Um, because honestly, those components are, are expensive, the green laser and metal slide as far as the cogs. 
and you know, like five, and, then, and, then, and usually then the instructor gets like a, a full pro, you know, green laser and metal slide for the full girth. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a teacher's model, you know, and you know, and those things are running, you know, like that ballpark, like a thousand, eleven hundred, nine, you know, that, that that ballpark. That's that's very, it, it, you know, it's it, it's an investment. It's an upfront investment, clearly, but it's critical mass. So you can if you're in a ten person class, you have five people going, switch off back and forth, and then if you go advanced to role playing things like it just it seems to work really well so yeah anyways i'm talking too much here but yeah call in uh, you know we, we're not giving that the general public we we've been really i think we've been pretty good at taking care of you know instructors in that front you know it's me and it's mutually beneficial right so we we really really appreciate everything yeah de- definitely and uh, like i said before the content you're putting out really really highlights the benefit behind having a dry firing with a cert pistol because you can use it in the in the classroom you can use it um, in your house you can students can can buy them uh you know there there's just so many different ways of you know use a cert pistol that will reinforce what we want our students to think about and know when it comes to a actual live fire and being being on the range exactly well and here's the thing i'm just to circle back i know we got i'm probably time crunch here too but so when you kind of go back to the business side of this, we say they buy their own pistol. Really, our vision on this, and I'd love if you have comments in your field just us to get some more feedback, is we would love, you know, students to buy a pistol. First of all, buy from the instructor so they get recognized for good things, you know, to the affiliate program and things like that or codes and all that. Because we, we want to make sure they, you know, they, they're the root cause of getting it, that they get the money for it, right? Um, but but also, it's kind of like I heard this in Patty and and in, in oh, a different, totally different area. I, I'm not a diver, but in the diving realm, that the people who go further and, and take it more, there's a, they have pools at home. And why is that? Well, they go home and they play. You know, they play with their stuff. They jump in a few feet and dink around. You know, it's on their mind. It's on their conscious. It's, it's more enjoyable. And that's our vision. And we've seen this, but we want to kind of, you know, rinse and repeat this, mass produce it is the instructors that sell a cert or they, they, you know, they, they, they put it in a position to encourage people to train at home. What we want students to do is to come back. What we've seen when that happens is they come back to the instructor for that secondary class because you think about it and it becomes a little bit of a communal tribal thing. Maybe they see the same people because at least 40% will take a second class. You know, uh, it's been on the first class and how it goes and such, but at least 40%. And then once they take the second, I don't know the numbers, but I'm going to assume it's kind of a, you know, a pretty high retention thereafter. So, I mean, think about that, how great that would be to not have any more marketing, not any more of that, but you can just have your 1,500 square feet indoors. You know, hey, we're going to do a applied fundamentals next week. Hey, we're going to do a, a low light, introduction to low light. Okay, which is all manipulation and such, you know, and mm-hmm. then they might have a, you know, a live fire range or something or do a few dry fire classes and culminate it in a live fire, you know, when you have all the overhead of expense and everything from doing that. So right. anyways, we're, we're pretty excited on that initiative. Um, we're making strides on it with relationships and build up the technology and everything. But it's, it's, uh, I, I think that's one of the big things you can expect coming out here through 2020. Along with our air bolt, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that air bolt is uh, is uh, really cool, and can't wait to see you uh, come out with that. That's that is going to be cool. Oh, it racks, is, yeah. And if, you, if your users aren't familiar with that, your listeners, it's it's our new one. Our first one, eh, you know, it, it fits in there, but it didn't really come out as as user friendly as I would have liked. 
And generally, a lot of people that, that use it, I dedicate a rifle to it. It's not really slip in, slip out. But the new one actually has a solenoid to jack back the hammer, which is really cool. So you're actually breaking your trigger and the batteries in the magazine to give it enough juice. It's, it's kind of state of the art. I don't, and I'm not just saying that lightly because with the new battery technologies, new solenoids and some of the metals, because it, it, you have to have a lot of jam, you can imagine, to pull back an AR hammer. Not just pull it back, but pull it back through the disconnector, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just, just the way it's going to have to work uh, to be usable. Um, so it resets the trigger and you can get training with your AR. So I am super excited on that. We have a huge setback. I'll just give you a sneak peek now and batteries. So we're reaching, we changed our design instead of having replaceable external batteries. It just wasn't safe enough because you got to have the pretty high end nickel cads that apparently are explosive. All right. With the vaping mm -hmm. and all that. So now we have to up our safety a little bit to, uh, um, make sure we mitigate the possibility of any damage or exploding batteries to make it self-contained within the AR-15 magazine, or a replica magazine, and chargeable therein, get all the ratings and all that stuff. So it's setback, Rob. You know, I know I sure did a uh, shot show, and it's it's setback, another spell here, but it's going to come out right for sure. I'll tell you what, <laughs> when you get that out, I know we spent quite a bit of time talking about the cert pistol. Uh, May will come circle back around and talk about the uh, cert rifle AR bolt and everything. Oh, yeah. When I saw it at Shot Show, it was one of those things where it's like, that's going to change the market because, you know, the ARs had limited amounts of what you can use that would would be practical. I could say, you know, there's a lot of things that, that were in that space, but at the same time, a lot of it had uh, limitations. And uh, yeah. that, that's where I think yours is really going to take the market by storm once once you figure out those all those critical issues. So yeah. And we're on it. We're on it hardcore, but damn, it takes a lot of time and money. But yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. It, it, well, it is amazing. Proof of concept. You saw it. It's, I am. it's one of those things you hit it in the, in the hammer jacks back for you and it's your trigger it's just it's like oh yeah, god this, like, is yeah, this isn't this isn't the way it normally works you know <laughs> yeah it's like oh this is cool and you see the laser and you get diagnostics you shoot a license plate of like you know 150 yards it's like oh wow that mm -hmm. is cool <laughs> really cool well hey mike uh, where where can people find out more information about you and next level training yeah let's go to nextleveltraining.com i mean that's that's kind of our main main site a lot of blog posts you know with a lot of uh a lot of content on there to kind of go up the learning curve a bit. And then, and then our other sister's brother's site is uh, CertLiving, S-I-R-T Living.com, which is just, it's kind of not our storefront. It's our dedicated training site. So we can have kind of optimized delivery of more, more classes, like, like not just a post, but, but uh, learning management system is that platform. So I'm excited of cranking it. We have a lot of classes on there. We just launched it recently. Uh, in fact, West Doss put one on there for vehicle shooting. We really like that. A lot of people just break kind of, once they start. It's funny you watch something like that. They start it and they crank right through. You know what I mean? So you kind of see where the addiction factor can take in. Yeah, and, I'll uh, include those links in the show notes and such. And I'm looking at it right now, and there are, I mean, some really good pieces on there about grip, about applied fundamentals. Uh, all I'm a grip Nazi, but like that's to me, it's ninety percent grip, and everything else sort of like mm -hmm. steps. <laughs> But those types yeah. of things that we we as instructors can get get things and um, teach our students as well as we can go along and introduce, introduce our students 
to this type of thing. I mean, we want them to get the reps. So the best way of doing that is give them a resource that will go along and remind them and uh, show them what they what they need to do when it comes to all well, those basics. I'll sneak peek. I mean, I got to cut this off here, but my vision, I would love to kind of quasi partner with, with instructors passively where if their students go through there, they can kind of go through under sort of the instructor's portal. So the instructor maintains that relationship. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, you know, but yet they kind of go to some content and yet, so that, that, that's kind of my big 2020 vision, you know, is to, is to make life easier for instructors for all that technical BS so they can do what they want to do. Get people on the range and on the mats, you know, and just boom, teaching, getting reps, instructing. Well, that's, that's, that's really neat, uh, Mike. And, Looking forward to see seeing what 2020 brings from products as well as on the uh, website. Be great. Yep, exciting. Um, well, that about wraps things up today uh, for this episode. We have a few requests. First, visit our sponsor, Fire Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having coverage. Remember to use promo code FTP10 at checkout. Tell other instructors about our podcast and the other concealedcarry.com podcast. Subscribe to our podcast at iTunes, Google Play, or what, wherever you listen to podcasts at. Consider leaving us a review and rating on iTunes and Google Play. If you have any input, questions, or feedback, please email us at ftp at concealedcarry.com and share this podcast on social media so other instructors can see the valuable content that you're getting and that they should be reading. Remember, we bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy to making gun owners more knowledgeable. Practice daily and stay safe. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.